Grace and peace. Once again, it's time for the Beauty for Ashes broadcast presented by In the Spirit Music, Media and Productions. Music by the hand of God. I am the Lady Phoenix. Join me in prayer as we venture into the word of God and discover beauty in the ashes of life. Father, we thank you for the word that shall go forth. We ask that we receive it on fertile ground and that our hearts and minds be made new. In your name, Lord Jesus, amen. Our focal verse is 1 Chronicles 12 and 1, and it reads, Now these are they that came to David to Ziglag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. This verse concerns David, David who was anointed king as a young boy, but now in the fullness of time, the promise of God is about to manifest. Twenty years after he was anointed, all of Israel has come to recognize him as king. Beloved, how about you? Are you still waiting on a promise to manifest? Be of good courage. Second Peter 3 and 9 assures us, that the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness. He is El Imuna, the faithful God. If he spoke it, then so be it. Watch it come to pass. Amen. From the day he was anointed, David endured hardships and blessings before finally becoming king. And through these times, David was doing just that, becoming, in process, God was grooming him to be a king and growing him into a man. In Philippians 1 and 6, Paul exhorts us to be confident of this one thing, that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Christ. David began as Saul's armor bearer, played the harp to soothe Saul, went back and forth to Bethlehem, still keeping his father's sheep, became leader of the army of Israel, became the king's son-in-law, became best friends with the king's son, fathered many children, was husband to many wives, was a brother to many, a son, an uncle, all while Saul was trying to kill him as he hid in the hills of Israel. Luke twelve forty eight tells us that for unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall much be required. And to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask the more. My mother has a college degree, knows the King James like her own name, knows the birth date of 13 grandchildren, but calls me and my sisters. Read this, fix that. What's this? Find that. Mama, why are you calling us for simple stuff you can do yourself? But my mother, big and brave, said, I don't have to think. That's what I sent y'all to school for. To whom man has committed much? Of much of him shall they require the more. Mommy, what time is it? Miss Logan, I need help. Miss Logan, you're taking two classes in your intern next semester. Mommy, the dishwasher stopped working. Girl, I need you to pray for me. Mommy, the dishwasher stopped working again. 
Baby, why that man keep looking at you? Mommy, the dishwasher stopped working again. Mommy, my daddy want to talk to you. And that's just a slow day. But to whom much is given. But it's not that much is required of me. It's that much was given in the first place. John 15, 16, Jesus makes it clear. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. And like David, there are those of us whom God has given and assigned much and the responsibility of it all requires much. This level of responsibility is heavy. And like Moses, we're all saying, Father, I can't carry all these people. This work is too great. Why you got me out here like this, God? You know, I don't know what I'm doing. God told Moses to go to Egypt and free his people. Egypt, the greatest nation on earth at the time. He gave Moses a rod. That's it. Just a rod. But little did Moses know that in Exodus 4 and 27, God had already sent Aaron on his way into the wilderness to meet him. Moses' help was already on the way. Hold on, beloved. Your help is coming too. In 1 Chronicles 12, God sent helpers of the war to David, trained men of war, men fit for battle, mighty men of valor, men who threw stones and arrows with their left and right hands, men who could handle shield and buckler, men who were swift, men who could wield spear and shield, experts in war, men who kept rank, men who possessed all different types of instruments for war. Each one of these men were skilled for a specific task, to complete a specific assignment. In a war, the whole army doesn't just charge out. The stone throwers go first, then the archers, then the soldiers, then the cavalry. Help is on the way. El Elyon, the Most High God, is preparing and sending you destiny helpers so that you come up lacking in no thing. No, beloved that you were created to do good works, which God has preordained. He already has a plan and the people in place. Help is on the way. So not only does God have people and a plan in place already, but provision as well. Provision at its very basic definition simply means seeing ahead. Second Peter tells us that God has given us all things that pertain to life and this natural life and godliness. Even from the foundation of the world, Jesus Christ died for our sins. He is El Diote, the God of knowledge. He always has a plan. He always has a plan. Amen. Here in chapter 12, we see somebody thought ahead. Verse 40 tells us that three of the tribes which came to David bought bread, meat, meal, figs, raisins, wine, oil, oxen, and sheep, so much that all the people ate for three days. Beloved, God shall supply all your needs, not out of your paycheck, not out of your pocket, but according to his riches and glory. Hold on, help is on the way. Chapter 12 records that 340,822 men came to help David. Help is on the way. Verse 22 says that day after day after day, so much help came to David that his army was like the army of the angels of God. That was an army further than the natural eye could see. 
when your natural sight runs out, beloved, then you're blind and seeing by faith. Faith is the substance of things not seen. If you can't see with your natural understanding the things that God has promised you, but you yet believe, blessed are you, and there shall be a performance of those things spoken to you. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. The Hebrew for please in that verse means to agree. You've said to God, be it done unto me according to your word. And by that confession of faith, Jesus Christ was able to enter into the earth. Amen. So, beloved, rejoice. Help is on the way. God is sending specialized servants, plenteous people, specific plans, and abundant provision. Do not fear. Help is on the way. And once again, God has met us right where we are. Thank you for gracing me with your presence. Find us on all social media outlets at The Lady Phoenix Ministry. Join us again as we discover beauty in the ashes of life. He gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. He gives beauty.